You know my Jesus is all. My Jesus is all. Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Our scripture reading today is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 8 to 22. As always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. In today's reading, the writer of Hebrews focuses on the faith of the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and also on a matriarch, that is Sarah. The common link of their faith is that they were able to treat God's promises for the future as a fact in the present. Abraham went out from Ur not knowing where he was going. He was a nomad who spent much of his life in tents with no place to call his own. But he looked forward to what God had promised him. Not just that piece of land in the Middle East, but a heavenly city. God had promised Abraham and Abraham's descendants a land. The only piece of land that Abraham ever received was the cave in which Sarah was buried. Abraham was prepared, too, to offer up Isaac to God as a sacrifice. The writer of Hebrews gives us a detail that Moses does not in the book of Genesis. He says that Abraham believed that God would raise Isaac from the dead if he needed to. Abraham knew that God had not just promised to make a great nation, but that God would prom- that had promised that he would do it through Isaac. And so Abraham was willing to sacrifice his son, knowing what God had promised. Sarah believed that God would give her a child, even though from a human perspective it was impossible. When Isaac died, he pronounced blessings on Jacob and Esau with the conviction that what God had said would come to pass. There was the whole sordid mess of Esau forfeiting his birthright and Jacob stealing it. But in faith, Isaac was still convinced that God's purposes would be accomplished even despite all of the human maneuvering that could seem to work to the contrary. Jacob too demonstrated faith through the blessing he offered at the end of his life. Jacob, the heel grabber who had schemed and betrayed his brother to have his birthright, was not embittered at the end of his life as he sat in Egypt. Instead, he worshipped because he knew God's will would be done and that God's will was still moving forward, even though it may not have appeared that way. Joseph was a man who lived his whole life in faith. He served God faithfully despite the worst of circumstances. And at the end of his life, he did not want to be buried in Egypt because he knew his home was somewhere else. Joseph was certain God would keep his promise and that the people of Israel would return to the land of Canaan. And so in death, Joseph requested to have his bones taken back to the land of his home. You see, in each case, these people did not focus on what was happening around them. 
They looked forward to what God had promised, and they acted in the midst of so much uncertainty as if what awaited them was certain. When we know what God's promised us, we, just like these Roman Christians to whom the writer of Hebrews is speaking, we don't have to try and gain success, satisfaction, affirmation, or anything else here in this world. Because we know what God has promised us will surpass all of that. Today we may walk in darkness, but we know that light will come. As we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. One, what does this passage tell me about God? When we think of the characters of the Bible, sometimes their faith seems overwhelming in its condemnation of our faithlessness. Now, maybe I'm just implicating myself here, but when we see somebody like Abraham leaving everything behind to follow the voice of God, to see him willing to sacrifice his son, I look at that and I realize that I don't have that level of faith. But what you and I need to realize is that our faith in God is always proportionate to what we believe about God. Think of what Abraham had to believe about God to live with faith like he did. For one, Abraham would have to have confidence about the omniscience of God. When we believe God knows everything, we realize we don't have to know everything. Abraham did not know where God was sending him, but he was satisfied that God knew. Abraham also would have had to believe that God was sufficient. Only could he leave everything behind because he knew faith was enough. He knew God would be enough. He believed that God was powerful. He knew that a barren womb and an old man who, as the writer of Hebrews blushingly puts it, was as good as dead, was no challenge to the power of God. He believed God was good and kind. Abraham knew God would do whatever God had promised. He knew that God could not do anything but be faithful because that's how good he is. Because Abraham believed that, he could live like that. Second question we want to ask is, what does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? I don't mean to single her out, but reading this begs the question, did Sarah really have faith? She was convinced that she could not have a child with Abraham, and she suggested to Abraham that he conceive with Hagar, her servant. Eventually, when the messenger of God would come and tell Abraham and Sarah that they would have a child within a year, she laughed. But here, in the book of, the, in the book of Hebrews, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, Sarah is commended for her faith. This is a reminder. God sees faith where we do not. God does not abandon us if there's not perfect faith. God does not despise us because of any doubt. Think about this. In what was Sarah eventually putting her faith in? Sarah's faith was in the continuing of the promise. It was in the Messiah. And her eventual faith in God's promise would cover up any previous unbelief. Herein is the grace of God. Our faith in God's promise of a deliverer in Jesus rescues us from any and all sin. 
The third question we want to ask is, what does this passage call me to do? Faith requires a redefinition of things. We have to redefine what it means that God is faithful. None of those that are mentioned received what was promised when God gave the promise of land to Abraham. So does that mean God was faithless? Well, the writer of Hebrews says they saw these promises from afar. So often we interpret God's faithfulness through our perception of how things are, or our opinion about how things should be. But these people saw things from afar. That means that, means that they kept looking forward. Now, it would have been tempting to look back to when things were better, when things were different. But they saw all these things off from afar. They thought of themselves as strangers and as exiles on this earth because their forward orientation helped them understand everything was temporary. They did not need the acceptance of the world or the comforts of a home because God had provided them himself and a place to be with him. This was the faithfulness of God. Sometimes we need to realize that faith in God Let's God define how he chooses to be faithful, when he chooses to be faithful. We need to let God be God. We need to stop trying to usurp his throne. Faith looks forward and knows that one day we will look back. And when we look back, we'll have a fuller and richer understanding of just how faithful God has always been. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. Join us tomorrow as we're going to discuss Hebrews chapter 11, verse 23 to 31. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. And whatever you do, take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth.